Record of Mortimus has descriptions of violence, harsh language, and sometimes vulgar jokes. Tasteless at times, might I add, that are definitely unsuitable for children. Listener discretion is advised. Ah, Opesia, the Dark Continent. Ravaged by thousands of years of wars, driven by elder gods and demigods, leaving nothing left in its path but chaos. Sagittarius Troy, the Emperor of Chaos Army, in the country of Mongo, has just shy of conquered every country in Obyssia. Driven by madness and the only elder god left to man, monster or fae folk, Lucritus, god of Hades and master of deception. Yet, amidst all of this are still heroes waiting for their chance to bring balance to chaos and maybe a fragment of light to the dark continent. I, Mortimus of the Primes, one of the last few remaining subordinate celestials of the ancient gods, tasked to aid man and creature alike, tirelessly search for these heroes and hopefuls, and maybe influence them to the will of the ancients. I may have found these heroes deep in the foothills of the north of the country called Farim, for this is the record of Mortimus, and this is my telling of the Obsidian Deathhead. Wow, hello, and where do I start? This has been one hell of a year waiting for this episode. I've been putting it off and putting it off because I knew that season two was going to be, well, a long time starting. Uh, Obviously, the last year, COVID and everything else that has happened, it's been nearly impossible to try and, um, I don't know, Get, get people together, obviously, in one room with five microphones and a small room and record. So, you know, I'd been putting it off for a while. And then on top of that, I had, you know, obviously, there was a lot of stuff going on in the last year. So, you know, without getting into too much of that, I appreciate everybody's patience with this last episode. And, you know, I'm, I'm really excited to finally release it. As far as the futures the, of the show is concerned, we are now in the process of getting season two put together. So while this is being released, I'm also working on the very first recording and recorded episode for season two with this new cast. Uh, you know, it, it really exciting stuff, really exciting stuff. I don't want to give too much away, but just understand it's going to be following some of the same characters. And at the end of this is going to be the beginning kind of of season two. So they are in, you know, and in, in, they are in sync with each other. But take in mind. Each season is its own show. So you do not have to listen to season one um, to listen to season two. You can go right into season two and just start over there. If you really want to like enjoy the fullness of what is Record of Mortimus, I would suggest listening to season one. But we got a lot of great things coming. And I've just learned a lot as a podcaster and as a game master and as just a show, a person who is producing a show of do's and don'ts. And trust me, Season two is going to be streamlined. Um, so, without ado, going to catch you up on what happened last with season one, episode twelve, and most of the show where we left off. So you kind of go in knowing where we're kind of going into on this show. Thanks, thanks for your patience. Here you go. We left off. Badius battled a resurrected Death Head champion. At the lake. He destroyed it, but was 
injured badly. Um, Cowell, in the process of this, took the key while he was while the champion was distracted by um, Badius and fled back to the Sergius Hall via via the secret tunnel. Um, Grimdorf and Octavius, in the process of this, were defending the hall against Kara, the sheriff, uh, the Death Head, those champions of the Death Head, and the raised dead. Um, in the process of this, the sheriff and Grimdorf battled. The sheriff lost his life, and Grimdorf was also badly wounded from this fight. The walls ended up falling, and the Death Head was kind of in the process of making its way um, into the hall or the courtyard with its minions, where they met the Knights of Dunier, the Elf Warriors of the Wild, any capable townsfolk, the Treants, and the remaining Chaos Legionnaires um, all met these these enemies in the courtyard while they're defending it uh, in a last attempt while Cowl made his way up to the bell tower with the key. Um, he was met by another Death Head champion and quickly um, just, well, con- he attacked it and um, he ended up evading it and the episode ended as he was rushing up the staircase and the tower um, to get to the top. So, we're going to go ahead and start the game there. And again, thank you for your long-waited patience, and I hope this episode amounts to the year-long wait. Thanks. Thaddeus, you're kind of pulling yourself to the forest. What uh, what what health are you at right now? I'm five health levels. Um, you kind of lay in the uh, snow on the bank of the lake, and you just kind of lay there on your back. You kind of sink into the snow a little bit. I'm trying to crawl to the tree line. You get to the tree line, and uh, you feel something nudge your head. I try to reach for my sword, but it kind of nudges your head a couple of times. And you hear kind of weird noises. I'll grip my sword and just like roll over slowly. Uh, you see the white stag, the pale stag, horns, all three eyed, and or it was like four eyed, right? Yeah. Nose is kind of nudging your head. I don't suppose this is what your plan was. For me to die here. That's right. It grabs you and it starts pulling you towards, um, it grabs your, like, kind of collar and cloak area and starts dragging you through the forest a little bit backwards. And you see it takes you to a game trail. And on that game trail, you see seven figures walking down the cha- the game trail. I'll try to pick myself up, but... And as they start getting closer, you feel the white stag is not there no more. 
and you see the figures start coming more into shape, and you see seven Trinidine Rangers walking the game trail. Do I recognize them? Yeah, you know them all. Then I kind of, one of them kneels kind of down to you, administering medicines to you. Uh, is there anybody here that's like r- ranking? Yeah, this guy that's administering the medicines. He can actually heal you through this. I, I have something for you. I'll show him the sword. That's not for me. I did not own this sword. Maybe not dead, you haven't. We've heard word. We've seen. We've been watching the wild folk. What are you doing here? Everything is pointing to here. What is going on? There's not much you can do. Have anything you will... You came here to die. No, we came to close that hole in the lake. How? I have something with me. Someone. He wasn't cheap. But he wants a deal. That's how we got here so fast. It's going to close up the hole in the lake. They've already got something worked out. Artemis? Who? Never mind. No. An Archon named Slain. Uh, he must be the other... The other Archon that... The Wildlings spoke of. We've worked it out. Give this a minute. And then we will close up the hole. I would stay far away from the city. The city's been lost. We saw it coming through. There's another Archon here, serving chaos. Yeah, his name is Diavarian. Apparently he's the right hand of the Emperor. You would be wise to stay away from him. They have no intentions of going back to that village. They've done what I did was supposed to do. There's nothing else I can do. Well, then we will take you back. I've said my goodbyes. Do you want us to wrap that up for you? He points at your bird. It's laying next to you. She was my best friend. I will bury her. They pull you up onto this kind of gurney of sorts, and they start administering healing the best that they can at the moment and kind of strapping you in on kind of, like I said, a slide gurney. And as they start pulling you into the forest, um, a massive shadowed-out figure comes from a little bit further down on the forest. And it has these huge horns protruding from its back that appear to reach over his head and over his shoulders and kind of wrap around him. He holds a large staff in his hand, but that's the most you can see of him. And as your vision starts becoming more and more obscured by the foliage, as you're being pulled along, you see him walk down to the waterline at the shoreline of the ice and he kneels down and touches the ice with one of his hands and you 
you see the ice pulsate as he uses what you could only assume is magic and quietly, deeply through the wind, you hear a voice echo through the forest as he says, Hmm, yes. And then from there, you are pulled onto a game trail and you assume that your companions, these other Trinidine Rangers are escorting you back to your home, finally. And there's a weird sensation you feel as you leave West Pergamon. And now, you know, that'll be between you and your character, I suppose. climbing over some of the fallen rock and wall in front of it. You remember uh, she didn't she wasn't she didn't ask this thing to move forward. It just started moving. And you see she's surrounded by a couple of the the uh, the death head champions also. Um what'd you guys get for initiative? Five. Two. Alright, Octavius, you go first. How far away are they from um, I mean, amongst the rubble here, 30 or 40 yards. And he still hasn't had an opportunity to take his... Him? His potion? Mm-mm. No. <clears throat> Get between him and them and take full defense. Okay. Um, Grimdorf, give me a... First thing I wanted you to do is give me a willpower check and then I want you to give me a stamina roll three a difficulty of what at six I have one out of nine you have one out of nine a six a six and a nine okay what'd you get for stamina so for minus two to that right now I only get one die so we'll see you got an eight got an eight okay you can feel as Kara looks at you, Octavius, she looks past you to Grimdorf, and you see her raise her hand like this, and you see Grimdorf start kind of yelling in pain. He's raising his hand. Uh, Kara's raising her hand. Well, and, Nick's raising his hand, too. That's, that's, yeah. That's good radio, right? Yeah. <laughs> Very good hey, radio. I'm still getting fucking used to it, too, fuck mouth. <laughs> Wait, like what again? <laughs> <laughs> So Kara raises her arm, kind of chest height towards um, Grimdorf, and you hear Grimdorf start shouting in pain. Grimdorf, you don't actually take any damage yet, but you feel like your limbs and your body are starting to get pulled apart. Well, that's not good. Octavius, I will kill your friend. Put your sword down. I already warned you. 
I was gonna get through these walls. Let me come here for what I came here for, and I will let you live. I didn't come here for you. If anything, I owe you thanks. Seem to remember doing everything you did last time, and it ended up with my whole family dying. And I'm watching the families right out here die. You don't give a shit about anybody but yourself. Fuck you. You want him? Come get him. But you're taking him over my dead body, bitch. Octavius, you see one of the champions spill out from behind her. And he goes to attack you. Four nines and a six. On, uh... Perry. Perry? How many successes in that? Four nines and a six? Five. All right, uh, you successfully parry him. That's why I took full defense. I can keep going. Okay. Um, top of the round. <laughs> uh, they don't Grim attack Dorf, more? you give me another willpower check. She's still got a hold of you. All right. Two successes, two nines. Um, you shrug whatever's got a hold of your body, and then you shrug it off. Uh, with two nines, definitely. Um, you see her, she's certain, she doesn't even, like, she's realizing that she, you're, loot, like, pulling out of her grip. Now, she is a minor archon. Uh, she's actually not even an archon. She's a uh, invoker, which her abilities only go so far. You pull from her grasp, and you can take an action now. I drink a potion. Okay. <laughs> I'm wanting to drink a potion for a while. You drink a potion. That's all I wanted to hear. It's like when you get off that work that out of work that beer. Yeah. <laughs> I, just, I just wanna Octavius <laughs> that, is your action. That's all I wanna hear. I go for her. For her and not the champion that's in front of you? How far away are they? Champion's right in front of you. He attacked you. She's about fifteen yards away from you now, kinda of standing on some rocks. And behind her you see the major death head rolling in and it's kind of plopping here and there over the wall and kind of sliding into the compound. Okay. Now then I'm deal with the champion in front of me. I'll split my dice. Two to hit it or uh, three to hit it and four to dodge. Octavius, what'd you get? Ten, nine, six to hit. Are you splitting your dice pool or are you? I damn. And two actions? Yeah, I'm saving a defense. You hit. It tries to parry your attack. You come around with a big, strong side swing. Too bad I can't get rolling. But that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight damage? Eight damage. Okay, uh, he takes one. And he returns the favor. Two tens. Two tens? You go to parry his attack as he fucking takes your big, strong fucking... And it kind of... You see some of his armor split when you hit him. I mean, you hit him hard. Mm -hmm. And he spins his sword around and he comes up... Um, with an attack from your crotch kind of into your midsection and he penetrates. Ping. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> nope! 
Oh boy! Mm. Oh, you bastard. Mm-hmm. Mm I have armor six. You take two then. Grumdorf, it's your action. You see Octavia struggling here. <laughs> well, not struggling, but he's teeing off with one of these uh, death heads. But I just took all its dice. Sure did. All right. And uh, can I see Kara? You sure can. She's trying to grab... She's realizing at this moment that her grasp is releasing. She had initiative. She has top of the round. Um, but you broke free of it, so... She's kind of realizing at this moment that she just no longer has has the the advantage on you. All right. Well, I still got my sword in hand. So I'm going to charge her. That's how I do. And I'm all healed up now. So I get all of my dice. That is good. Das is good. Mm -hmm. Kick ja, her. Ja, ja, das is good. Mm -hmm. Das is good. You doing your two-hander thing? Yep. Get one more. Oh shit! Shit! Ah! I have one, two, three, four, five, three, four, and I have one more to roll. Okay. And that's another ten. So that's six. Six successes in total to hit. Okay. Um. What did you get for initiative? Just to make sure I'm, I'm doing this right. Okay. So as you come flying in towards Kara, you see another champion launch himself over Kara. I'm going to intercept your attack. And he has eight successes to parry you. Okay. He comes steel to steel with you and your spy hander. And he almost stops you probably within three feet of striking Kara. And it's almost like hitting a piece of steel. Like it doesn't move when you connect with his, with his sword. There's no like bounce. There's no push. It's just like it's you just. There's nowhere more to go when it hits steel to steel with him. Um. You're now engaged in combat with him. All right. going to cut back to the lake now where when Battius was leaving the scene there was this strange dark ominous character kneeling down to the lake and using some magic um this is slain we're going to introduce slain into the game now and from here on out neil is going to be playing the character of slain for this last episode so if neil's talking he is playing slain um, let's talk about what Slain looks like a little bit. Describe Slain. He's the first picture you see on the website. Which looks like what? <laughs> um, yeah, he's, uh, his face and head, he's a bald, older dude, big beard, uh, gash across one eye, it's grayed out, the other eye is very dragon-like, pointy ears, canine teeth. Uh, he's about six foot eight, maybe close to seven foot tall. Uh, but even though his face and head is of an older man, his body looks like um, like a fucking Calvin Klein model. 
No weathered skin. No, it's like smooth and muscular and sinewy. It seems like the word of the podcast. He wears um, Marmon type armor. Uh, it's like a his chest is exposed, no top, one full plate arm on his right arm. Uh, the rest of his chest is exposed, and then he wears like a what looks like a gown with armor on it, and then full plate mail as leggings. Um, and then he has a sap, uh, a staff that's ha- one half of it is a staff, the other half is a sword. Sword staff. Yep. And then there at the top of the well, half, there's two, to Dragon Age. two serpents facing each other. Two, two servants staring at each other. Yep. And well, it's not two, it's actually two dragons staring at each other with their mouths open. And inside. Fine, blesses you, my child. Hail and Sagan. It, and inside the mouths of the dragons, there is a light that is kind of like flaming and glowing out of it. As you're kneeling down, cast your first little initiative uh, spell to try to figure out what is going on here. You stand up. And you see one of the knights, or uh, not knights, but you see one of the Trinidad Rangers come out of the forest line, one of the last ones that haven't left yet. And he approaches you. And you see him. He slaps a pouch of gold into your hand. Pray tell, what is it exactly that you want me to do with this? Do you open the bag? No, I point towards the hole. Close it. Peers into the bag. You see Ferenian coin, but it's not coin. It's a uh, Ferenian uh, gold bullion, but it's the little ones, you know, the little rectangle ones. Gold. You're joking, right? I'm sure it is a component to some of your things. Gold is so easy to get. That is what we have. Hell, I could make gold if I wanted to. Not that gold, you can't. There is one thing I'm here for, and it's not gold. Yeah, and you can take it. We wouldn't stop you for that. Go take it if you're so wanting of it. Don't presume that I'm not. This is what we can pay. And any of our services in the future. Even the great slain has to walk every now and again, I'm sure. Your services are needed, but what is is knowledge. You know where things are. Shrines, hidden lore, temples. Take the gold as a down payment. I've worked with you before. I know you're good for your word. So be it. He turns away and starts walking away from you. I take it Slane starts preparing for this hole? No, he's going to walk over to it first. Cal, you start making your way up that Sparrow staircase? Yeah. It takes you a solid fucking minute and a half running as fast as you can to get to the top. You get to the bell house of the tower. It's an open balcony about 15 square foot around 
and it has a wrought iron railing that wraps within the stone walls from the bottom and rises all the way to the Ferinian tiled ceiling. The middle of the tower is open and all the way, you can see all the way down from the opening from where you started all the way up to the top, which is crowned with an obsidian iron bell about eight foot tall, eight foot wide, and it takes up the whole opening and it's adorned with Ferinian folk reliefs. Standing in the top of this tower is an individual. Who's up there? You see, a di- uh, how would I describe it? Diavarian? Diavarian. He's, uh, I guess he's a drow. Um, he's got long pointed ears. He's got a, this long, thick white hair pouring down from his widow's peak. Yeah, he's very, very thin, gaunt, no facial hair. He's a drow. He's got the eyes of Hades. And he's wearing this huge mantle across his chest, um, armored mantle. And he's got robes and his wicked fucking Marmon staff. And he's also imposing in size, uh, height-wise. He looks like an old-school like basketball player height, you know? And he's towering down, and you kind of leaned up against one of the walls in there as you come in there. My name is Devarian. I am the right hand of Sagittarius Troy of the country of Marmon. Serving pure chaos. What are your intentions? To help you ring this bell. Great. Where do we start? Take the hide out of your purse. And take it out? Wrap it around the bell. I'll wrap it around the bell. And you see Diavarian, he uses his staff just a little bit and just kind of waves it like this. And you see an aura. Describe like this. <laughs> he waves it in a circle. <laughs> real subtly. And you see this aura. And you see, if you were looking closely at the, uh, the hide, you see it starts like the blood vessels start pulpating a little bit. And you see blood circulating through the, the hide. Gross. The nipple gets hard. But mine? <laughs> no, the nipple Ew. on the hide. <laughs> Ew. The nipple on the hide. <laughs> and why only one? Gross, Peter. <laughs> the one you're pinching? Because he has an inverted nipple on the other one. Just I don't know. Pinching the one. Ah. My nipple gets hard. <laughs> yeah, like that. Ring the bell. Three times. Is there a hammer or some shit? There's a mallet on the wall. I'll go grab the mallet and I'll bang it three times. And then give me a will safe. Octavius, Grimdorf. Uh, whose action's first? It's going to be Octavius. Octavius, is your action. You're going to have to use one of your maneuvers. Pull your mic a little. I can shield bash and take away go. dice from him. That's one way of doing it. Um, or you can call shot and take a higher difficulty and try I and get through the armor. I think that's what I'm going to do. Try and go around it. 
It's going to be a difficulty of eight. That's going to give you, and depending on every success you get over, you'll get an extra uh, die towards your damage. And he actually has to roll his his armor to soak. One ten and one ten and three eighths. All right, you hit him. How much over? Um, three. He's gonna roll his armor to try and soak. I'm bypassing his armor though. Uh, he can roll to soak. He soaks none. You stick him in the chest, right at one of the seams, and it goes right through his back. And you see him go to his knees as it happens. And he looks to his right hand, and he starts pulsating his right hand, and it starts glowing green. Grimdorf, it's your action. Why, uh, how is he able to parry so well? What's he using to parry specifically, a long sword? He's using a bastard sword. A bastard sword, okay. Um, I guess I'm just going to do another full swing at him. I would use your full attack, that one crazy one. And I'll spend a willpower point and get an extra success. Okay. Well, I got that one success. All right, he gets five to parry, and he parries over you and reapers ace. Cool, blue willpower point. This is going badly. Sorry, dude. <laughs> you say that out loud? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's your dwarf say that out loud. <laughs> yeah, this is going badly. <laughs> this is going... Whoa. <laughs> hey, man. You solo yeah. the sheriff. You're good. This is going badly. <laughs> that's, that's very good. Good job. <laughs> very good. <laughs> I've been practicing, Seth. Um, <laughs> Seth, what's your armor rating? Uh, <laughs> like uh, my, my favorites is Seth's. It's like that elephant rider from uh, <laughs> Return Ooh. of the King. Or soak. Uh, your armor is an automatic. F- no, no. What's your armor rating? Four. All right, you soak four. Yeah. You take three lethal. All right. Octavius, the guy that you attacked, is attacking you. Actually, no, he's not. He's gonna try and he's gonna try and fucking heal. Uh, he spends the round trying to heal himself. He's casting magic. And while this is happening, in the background, you can see well, anybody's paying attention. Kara doing some sort of incantation in the background, so she's pretty distracted at the moment. It looks like. You know, to our listeners, we're listening. It sounds or seems like she's trying to get a hold of the death head again is what she seems to be doing. Cow. Yep. You ring the bell three times and everyone hears it. Everyone hears it. And you see Diavarian. Good. Now take my hand. 
right? Do you grab his hand? Yeah. Everything changes around you. Everything does. Badius, you're traveling in the woods and you hear this kind of sound like everything's enveloping into itself and then everything goes quiet and all you hear is snow as you're being dragged along in the woods. uh, Grimdorf, Octavius, you guys feel everything get pulled in and then you feel this heat hits you and you hit the ground both of you guys do and you feel nothing but moist warm sand kind of in your faces and in and where your armor is not present look around to the champions are they moving there's no champions there just you, Grimdorf, Cal, Kara, and the head of the obsidian death head laying on the ground. And you see next to Cal, holding his hand, Diavarian, the moon is high over your heads, but it's still warm here. It's warm. There's no snow. It's not cold at all. Barometric pressure feels different here. You're somewhere else. <laughs> mm-hmm. You don't feel like you're up north. Like your ears Where's are West not... Pergament? What's... Yeah. Where's about the people? You hear Diavarian say, I have teleported all of us to Marmond territory. You're at the borders of Marmond and Samaria. Um, Slain, you are there. <sighs> Kara's there. Oh yeah, she's freaking the fuck out. I shield bash the fuck out of her. No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> you go to attack her. You see Diavarian and roll wait, initiative. Wait, what happened? Everybody's been teleported. I was gonna, the spell's been broken. Oh, I was gonna Slane ring her bell. Close the hole. No, he didn't. While while this was happening, Slane was closing the hole. It only took him a matter of seconds to close that hole. Okay. Um, on. Any listeners that want to listen to our Patreon account, um, they'll get the episode where Slain and Diavarian and a couple of Slain's friends are doing what they're doing to um, kind of get where they're at right now. It's actually called Slain and Friends, right? <laughs> <laughs> it should be. I think it should be. <laughs> I love yes. that face yes. Neil's making. <laughs> yes, Slain and Friends. some indignation right there. Exactly what <laughs> Slain has. Lots and lots and lots of friends. What'd you a get? whole bunch you, of puss face. What'd you get for uh, initiative Octavius? Four. Okay. Hold on a second. Uh-huh. Roll defense. Uh, attacking me. Oh yeah, he's hitting you with the fucking staff. Sloppy, That's under the couch. Sloppy dice rolling motherfuckers. Oh no, it's not. It's under the table. Sloppy. Damn sloppy. Damn sloppy. I love when he touches the guy and he gets the spice on his hand and it like hits him in the face and he's like, the spice. <laughs> 10, 8, 6, 7. He hits you so hard upside your helmet 
that it knocks your helmet and sends it about 30 fucking feet across the field and it breaks your nose. Do not touch my prize. That woman has answering. That woman has a place within chaos and you will not touch her. You see her kind of cowering around him. She knows exactly who he is. is she, wait, what? What the? What, what is the she fuck is going on? Your price? Is she your prisoner? He looks back at her. Yes, she is. And this is mine now. He goes to go over to the death head, and then you guys see Slain coming out from the dust that's been piling up, billing around everybody. Just hold on one moment. Yeah, you fuck. You followed me. Very easily. You couldn't keep your hands out of this, could you? This doesn't concern you, Slain. Like hell it doesn't. Now, dear Varen, we've spoken the mountain. So I give you two choices. Take your whelp with you and leave the death head with me or die protecting it. <laughs> you think you could destroy me? You think I'm alone? He looks around. Oh, yeah, search. You won't find him. Now, two others on there. Three. I say we fight. And he goes to uh, roll initiative on Slain. I was going to say, I got... I got 10 successes on initiative. You got 10 successes? Yeah, you, you did. You could definitely be Devarian. <laughs> As you guys are rolling into initiatives, everybody's like, oh, fuck. And you're kind of cowering and like, oh, no. I'm not rolling like, like, oh, my God. And zero on initiative. Yeah, I don't know these guys. I haven't yeah, done nothing. Devarian and Slain start doing like hand motions and gestures, and but nothing's happening. Oh, that's adorable. <laughs> I spin my staff around towards the sword side and I'll look towards and you guys see coming out of the other side of the dust the southern side you guys see holding a sword inching in very fucking slowly you see Mortimus I'm only here to gather my peoples you think this is for show I have no intentions on fighting you not sword to sword I just want to gather my belongings they are not involved in this. Um, Octavius, Grimdorf, Cal, he gestures to you, to you guys to come near him. I'll pick my ass up and go over towards him. Um, as you do that, you walk by Kara, and she's cowering in uh, Diavarian's presence. I'll reach my hand out to her and I say, Come with us, my dear friend. We'll find your redemption yet. Diavarian just gives you a look of eh, I don't think that's gonna happen I spit on she her she grabs your hand Cal don't leave me don't leave me here to them everything we've done everything I've done is I've done it knowing that you would be a part of this I, I, I never meant to leave you out of what was happening don't leave me here with them I'll do whatever it takes to find you Kara and then I go with the guys and walk away she yells at you, Kyle, don't leave me! Push my way past her. You spit at her, Octavia. Spit at her as she goes by. Oh, white boy. I've got other things to do, honey. I've got dead to bury. Oh, didn't, I didn't mean to hurt you, Octavius, or your family. I'll wipe away some tears as I walk past her. 
Come to FU2. Come to me. Never trust a Marmon. You can trust your friends. Should have listened to you from day one. You were right the entire time. You see, Diavarian, how far do you think you're going to go, Prime? Yeah, your meddling is quite annoying. I only wish to gather my friends and get them far from your... duel. Look at Diavarian. Diavarian scowls at you and he says, You take the head. I'll take the girl. You can deal with Mortimus on your own. On that note, you see Slain kind of chuckle to himself, and he walks slowly over to the death head, and he picks it up and slings it up over his shoulders. And you can see off in the distance, from kind of the foggy haze, two other figures kind of slowly coming out. And they keep a distance, but they look like they're with Slain. On that note, Mortimus looks to you guys. He says, I don't think I'll be able to teleport us out of here. We may have to walk for a while. We are in Marmon territory. It's not exactly easy to leave the means that I usually do. But I have some ideas. Come with me. He looks over to you, Slim. Are we on the Marmon border? Oh, this feels like home. <sighs> Gather your things. We're walking. No. You stay far from us. <laughs> and put on my helmet. Keep my sword out. He hands you his last uh, potion. Do you even know where you are? We're in chaos territory. Oh, how very perceptive of you. We'll figure it out. We don't need your help. I'm only scratched. I don't need this. Just take a potion when you fucking handed one, idiot. I've only got two. Well, now you have two. Hold on to it. You may need it. I already have my own. Do you have a map? A map? I know these lands like the back of my hand. We're not traveling with you, Slain. Diavarian's got his uh, eyes on you now. I roll my eyes. I'm quivering. We'll find a way here. I don't know what the fuck is going on. It's all right, Cal. Just travel with me. Where are we? Which direction are we going? We're in chaos. We're in Marmond. Don't you feel the heat? We're We've among traveled wizards. the entire opposite side of the continent. So north, then. We're in the south. So we traveled north. And then what of the Obsidian Death Head? He's taking it. Unless you want to stop him. Nah, I'm good with that. He care. points to Slain. It will be safe in my library. You swear to me, you give me your word of honor. I do no such it, thing. It will never see the light of day. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't don't waste your time talking to that guy. Rice. Look at him. Look, gentlemen, we'll stick together. I'll get us out of this, I promise. What? You're a mercenary? A mercenary? What's your price? What do you want? What? I don't owe you any answers. Yeah, seriously, you're not going to get anything from him. It's just going to be really annoying. And Octavius, don't worry about it. 
I'll give you everything. I don't want that thing destroying another, another town. Yeah. He is another Archon, yes. Seal it up. There's not, it's released again. I there's, wanna, not, there's nothing you can do about it. I want to hire you to keep that thing safe so no one can ever get to it. No. There's nothing you can you <laughs> have to pay him. I have my grandfather's sword. <laughs> Fuck off, Jake. Why would you Christ. do that? It's... What the fuck are you doing? You, can, you see Mortimus. He kind of looks to you guys like, catch a friend. Yeah. Come on. We have a long road ahead of I'll us. Gra- I'll grab him by the arm. All right. She's the sword, and we're walking. Uh, Pick up the death head. Like, north is this way. All right, let's go. Gentlemen, you're walking in the wrong direction. I uh, only imagine Bridgetown is this way. That way. And you guys start walking off into the distance of the sun setting. Or uh, the sun rising in the east. You guys are walking opposite of that as the sun is coming up. And instead of snow, it is sand dunes and heat and wind. And you guys, silhouettes get lost in the sand as you walk. And that's where we'll end season one of Record of Mortimus. And the that will conclude the Obsidian Deathhead. Deathhead has been laid to rest in oblivion again. Until his next host awakens the Durakian Titan, Baddies will join his brethren of Trinidine and continue to range the fallen ruins of Ring. Cal left our party shortly after dispersing. He chose to seek out Kara. Regardless of her lies, it seems some bonds are stronger than others. My story started millennia ago. And I have followed many heroes and seen them and their ambitions succeed and fail. The remainder of our group, Octavius and Grimdorf, and I will attempt to walk to the borders of Marmond and try to transport to safety with one of my mini magic rings. I hope that Diavarian is not tempted to send forces to intercept us and considers us as measly peasants tracking the wilds of chaos. But something tells me my story with these two aren't over yet and that we're going to include more heroes and potentials to this group. For I know where we'll likely begin and how it will always end. For that will be the story of the Dragon Witches of Akramon. Until then, weave the fates of mighty ancients, and I will continue to serve as the hand of the pieces. So, that is... Oh, that's the end of 
He's in. I don't even talk like that. I don't know why you do that. <laughs> you do. You, you do put on an NPR voice. <laughs> no, I don't. Yeah. Except 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 your mouth isn't as sticky as no, the I don't. Uh, NPR. I don't people. do an NPR. No, you don't. Know, but it's funny how defensive you got about that. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously you think you. Just- <laughs> I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Uh, <laughs> what boy? I didn't, take a, I didn't take offense to it at all. I didn't take offense. Where's my drink? <laughs> taking offense is <laughs> taking offense. No, I take offense. <laughs> Why would you even say that? So that's the wrap up of these. Uh, yeah, that's a good, <laughs> a good rapper. Thanks, yeah, thanks, thanks. So we had a GM and then we didn't, and that's that. That's how it ends. How did you dun, dun, dun. There was a host. Uh, there was a GM. And now there's just us. Mm-hmm. Go but we're not wild. magical elf people. We're regular, not elf people. What? <laughs> Why are we talking about magical elf people? I mean, I you're a half the, elf. I, I have had the new Star Wars game, but I, I don't like the main character. It's like if Force Unleashed wasn't as cool and you play someone not as cool looking. I mean, no, he game. wears like a stupid backpack and he's like some dumb looking. He's a like, bad one. Redhead dude. I don't know. It just looks like a, some like nobody like. At Force Unleashed, you have like cool outfits, cool powers. Dude, Force and, Unleashed, I'm like divide on. It's a fun game. But I'm fucking glad it's not canon because they just kind of get stupid with the force. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. It was also really, 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 really easy. Like, like I like some of the aspects of the, of the story like with other aspects of the story. Because you're like, supposed to be a fucking awesome badass. Mm-hmm. It's the thing that the name is the, the title of the game. Yeah, it's like God of War or Star Wars. Yeah, it's, it's, it's literally called Force Unleashed. And it's also pretty much like you know your Star Wars Barbie doll because you can just like you know put Star yeah. in different outfits. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's cool as shit. Fuck but yeah, it's like, no, I did that shit all day. Yeah. But, I like that but the whole I game. I the shit out of Force Unleashed. I'm not hating. I'm just. Do you guys ever see the mist? Where he like holds the, bl- have, the knife, I, I yeah, he holds the knife, just like the his character Star in Fourth. Yes, yeah, yeah. he did as a little homage to it. So, um, no, uh, that that's uh, that ties up the Obsidian Deathhead. I mean, Record of Mortemus is still going to go on uh, season after season. Like I said, we haven't decided what we're going to do. You know, in the upcoming seasons, I would like to see you guys. I mean, me personally, as a as a, a, a just as a listener, you know, listening to the episodes, I, I would like to see. Grimdorf next season. I would like to see some of these characters continue. Uh, obviously, Neil's done with Badius. He, I could tell the last game that he was like, um, he was going to read. And Neil, I'm surprised Neil played this fucking character as long as he did. Neil, that's a record. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a record. A of year Neil playing the character for Neil to play a character. I mean, you got to imagine we started recording this. I've been playing Slain since the, we created Obisius. So on and off. Mm-hmm. On and off, though. Not not through a whole fucking campaign. So, I mean, it's still high. <laughs> it's different. It's different. It's different. You've never played a character. Uh, we almost made it through a whole campaign through the night, the the Ruin Lords, and but we didn't. Mm-mm. And you like seriously changed your fucking character halfway through that game. Like seriously, because we didn't have a fucking paladin. We needed mm-hmm. one. That wasn't why you changed your character. <laughs> that is exactly why I changed the character. You changed your character because you were like, oh, wow, I'm exactly at the, the level I need to be at to gain all of the awesome opportunities of dual classing with Paladin. Actually, that's not... <laughs> that's no, not no, I got to back Neil up on this one. I that actually, is what happened. I actually, all, like, no, I like, actually thought it was going to fuck me. And, and it didn't. Okay, but that's not why I started multi-classing in the first place. <laughs> we literally didn't have a no. Paladin. And I was talking. I was thinking to myself, I'm like, you know, this game would be a lot fucking easier if we had a fucking paladin. Nobody else is going to fucking do it, so I guess I'll fucking dual class. 
Okay, well, uh, let me ask you guys this. I got the power game. I just figured the game would be a lot easier. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you, sir. I got your back, Neil. Well, so you can have it both ways, oh, though. I don't see the conflict, you. honestly. To be quite honest, I thought that, uh, you know, your the story that you created was really well thought out and, and wrapped up concisely. And that... Because we do a whole lot of games that have no end. We just like, ah, we're bored of fucking... Every game group does. We're, 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 yeah. out of, we're bored of Pathfinder. We're bored of Vampire. Just, and we know. just stop playing. And then yeah. just stop playing it. And maybe we'll come what back. Do you or personally enjoy, enjoy, though, as a player and as a listener? This is what I, 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 it was very nice as a player to play a game from from start to finish in a module. That was, that was, that was excellent. It's nice. There's a aspect of closure that I appreciate. Uh, I how did Kara pulling the chains out of the fucking lake was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. Well, I just want to say I have a lot of appreciation for what you've done this season, and uh, I apologize for making it difficult for you. Uh, this has been great. I can't wait to come back for season two. Cool. This is the outro of our very last episode of season one, episode twelve. Of Record of Mortimus, I thank you, thank you, thank hey, you. Hey, hey, before you do that, let, let me just say that you did tell a really good story, Nick, and thank you. Yeah, for, for sure. Yeah. All good job, Golf man. cut, and golf cut. Yeah. I appreciate that, thank you. No, but seriously, yeah. problem. Like, it, this has not been easy on you either, and I know you've been under a lot of stress. Mm-hmm. And uh, Hardest on him. No, seriously. And yeah, good, it, good, I, good work feel creating, a of accomplishment. Uh, creating stress for yourself. Well, no. Well <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm having a good, guys. What if I made things really, really <laughs> hard on right, myself? So shut the fuck up for a minute and hear what I'm saying. Uh, right, enjoy a sense of fucking accomplishment, man. You set out to do something, and you fucking did it, and that's really yeah. awesome. And you didn't do, do it. You did it really well. So be proud. Yeah. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate that, Neil. Um, I, 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 I wasn't. It was a good story too. Mm-hmm. The the twist was great. The carapulin. The when you told me that, right, I gave yeah. goosebumps. It was a really cool that idea. Was, it was really mm-hmm. good. Yeah. well done. Thank you guys to everybody in this room. Thank you, Neil. Uh, you've been an excellent, consistent. Like they're saying, you've been a consistent player, obviously. Um, and you brought all the neat visual aesthetics to this game so far, Peter. I fucking hate you and love you at the same time. You're my best friend, and I want to punch you sometimes in the fucking temple. Likewise, darling. Um, but I couldn't have imagined you not being a part of this. So I thank you for being here. I appreciate you. And I, I feel this has been a growing experience for both of us. You make me feel feelings, buddy. Mm-hmm. Jackie boy, <laughs> thank you for, for believing in us. Thank you for producing. Thank you for being a part of this. You know why, guys? I've been said it once. I'll say it again. I love the oh, love, love seat over here. Um, there's nothing but love for the love seat. Thank you. Seth? You're very welcome. Grimdorfer has been amazing, I hope. If you don't play D- uh, Grimdorfer in season two... Oh, I, I will. <laughs> have to complete that thought, I will. All right. Well, Grimdorfer is going to be in season two. Mystery over. Grimdorfer is going to be in season two. You're so well, this is the vagina. It won't be the last you hear of me. If we shall. Guys, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Um, and uh, we'll, we will see you in season two. Whenever that fucking airs, um, Patreons too. Mm-hmm. There'll be random. Oh, Patreon yeah, we're gonna have some mm-hmm. Patreon account. We're gonna have some Patreon episodes. There's gonna involve whoever wants to be involved. 
there's going to be Surprises. obviously a Patreon episode mm -hmm. for Cal. There's going to be a Patreon episode mm -hmm. for other characters involved. We did a whole one of you and me and Mike, Jake, uh, Neil, and I are going to. We we did one uh, with Jake and we should try out some whole other games. We don't have to be a Vista shit. This is Patreon, man. Yeah, we can yeah. do whatever. Yeah, you know what? Fuck we it. We can do crazy. some Star Wars games. We can do some fucking Star Trek games. Mm -hmm. We can do whatever we want. It's exactly. a fucking Patreon game. Exactly. So please, please. I mean, for, if you want bonus material and you want to hear us doing that bonus material, sign over Patreon because I'm going to start up Stitcher uh, by the time this episode airs I'll have Stitcher set up and our Patreon will be set up with those accounts on Stitcher I'll go through all of this um, I'll have this other stuff set up we got huge material for this episode huge material I don't know what it's going to get cut down to but I'm at five hours right now considering the whole episode so thank you guys for joining us cool well I would just like to say a couple of things to kind of tie up this episode um, like I said um, a lot of a lot of work went into this episode in particular, it was a year I sat on this. Um, the other 13 episodes that I released, so much work, um, huge workload on me. Not only was I editing and mixing and everything, I was doing all the music and I was downloading all the sound effects. And then me and Preston, our engineer, would sit down and do another four or five hours worth of mastering on it. So these episodes take easily, you know, anywhere from 16 to 20 hours per episode. So thank you for bearing with me finally getting through the last hellish year of 2020 trying to release this episode and going through everything else. I do want to say I do have a, another podcast that I'm doing uh, produced by Dark Waters. It's called Never Go Full Nelson. If you want to search that, it's me and my father. Um, and we have guests on. Neil's on one of the episodes. So make sure you check that out. It's Never Go Full Nelson. You can search that. Um, and it's it's one of the Dark Water productions. Again, season two will be releasing soon. I'm working on it. I'm working hard on it. We're recording episodes. We're going to be updating the website. I've got a lot of work we're bringing into the website. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, all the things I promised on season one, I promise I will get done on season two. Our Patreon, we're going to come back and work on. You can go to it now and check it out if you want, but... You know, um, I don't know where it's going to be at by the time we upload this episode. So make sure, you know, just kind of wing in there and check it out every once in a while. This is self-financed. Um, we are producing this ourselves, especially myself. I, uh, it's been a lot. Um, so if you want to help out, that would be really appreciated. And if you want to go to the website, go to obesia.com, O-B-Y-S-S-I-A-H. Make sure you check that out. The Patreon's Record of Mortimus. Everything is working on Mortimus. If you want to go to Instagram, all of our other Instagrams will be linked there. That's Instagram at Record of Mortimus. Um, Facebook, there's a page there. You can check it out. There's pictures up on all these things. So make sure you check out all this stuff. Again, I will be releasing information very soon after this episode airs. It'll be a special bonus episode and preview and bonus of what's to come for 2021 and season two of Record of Mortimus. Thank you again. We really appreciate it. Thank you for listening to us, and thank you for your patience. We appreciate you. Can't say it enough. This episode was produced by Dark Waters, executive produced by myself, Nick Nelson, Stephanie Hall, Jacob Buchanan, also produced by Neil Nelson, Peter Trujillo, and everybody else. Mixed and mastered by myself and Preston Hardwick. All music done by myself, the very elusive Lucian Dreams. Thank you. Check us out soon. For Season 2 of Record of Mortimus, The Dragon Witches of Akramon. <laughs>